I always have trouble answering the question where I'm from because my father was a Protestant minister who moved about every four years while I was growing up. So I lived in a range of different American states, mostly in the Midwest and South, and then moved to California as a teenager. I was unhappy enough in secondary school that I went to university a year early. Not really unhappy, but it was the middle of the 1960s. It was an exciting time and the university seemed like the place to be. At that time, I was completely unsure of what I wanted to do as a career. I was more focused on all the things I wanted to study. And from the beginning, my biggest problem at university was that I wanted to study everything. The uh, film program was a big attraction to me at, at USC. Uh, and I was interested in the possibility of being a filmmaker. And I was very influenced by ethnographic film and by documentary filmmakers like Frederick Weissman and the attempt to include visual information alongside verbal information in doing social science. At the same time, uh, I was interested in being a lawyer, I was interested in the politics of the time, and all these different options were swirling around. I sort of fell in love with anthropology. I took a class in anthropology, my first year, and I thought, this is interesting. And so I took another, and uh, uh, it was like falling in love. And I still have this feeling about anthropology that's a little bit like your first intense relationship, that uh, I moved on. We're not together in quite the same way anymore, but uh, there's a special place in my heart. The sorts of work that was important to me took up questions of social organization, and questions of power and questions of change together, uh, stability and change. And the effort to try to strengthen a, uh, an empirical basis for tackling theoretical problems. I didn't move directly so much from anthropology to sociology as in and out of several different fields. I was uh, very taken with social history. There was a kind of social history movement almost during the 60s and 70s of trying to look at society from the bottom up, to think about the lives of ordinary people and how they were organized. The uh, merging of, of history and social science was very important, I thought, for seeing the ways in which contemporary phenomena were changing and as a corrective to the idea that what we have now is what we automatically always will have. I'm engaged in uh, interdisciplinary social political theory. I'm a believer in a critical orientation. So not critical theory simply narrowly connected to the Frankfurt School, but the idea of a critical theory, a theory that would continue to re-examine the conditions of its own production, that would critically engage basic social issues around us, and that would take seriously the question of how the concepts we use and the theories we think with shape what we think, that we can't completely detach objective knowledge from the way in which we conceptualize it and theorize it. So for me, that sort of critical theory is always central. I've always been interested in trying to do theoretical work to engage the questions that philosophers take up, but to engage them as more empirical questions to ask what you need to know about the specific uh, empirical settings in which 
there is uh, an ethical question or a political question um, that arises. I've never wanted to create a school or a dogma. Um, a bunch of my students started calling themselves Calhooligans uh, for a while and had, um, and I've been extremely honored to think that there is some legacy among my former students. But it's not a subject matter, and it's not a single theory. There are styles that I've tried to encourage. There are ways in which I've, um, I hope, influenced students to be uh, very serious readers, but relatively generous readers, looking to see what you can learn from different perspectives, not dismissing work out of hand because it's not from your camp or your school of thought. Um, I think that there's a fabulous, rich trove of social science. Um, scholarship of scholarship from related fields, from history, from literature, from biology, from physics, I think, that uh, we can draw on all of that. But then we have to turn ourselves to what it is that we're trying to accomplish. And you have to ask yourself the hard question, right? Why is this work I'm doing going to make a difference? Why is it going to matter? Who am I writing it for? To whom am I trying to communicate? Am I writing it in a way that makes sense? Do I need to be connecting to them directly? Not just writing and hoping they read it, but reaching out. And I'm proud of students in a variety of areas who've done those things. I think I've asked, what distinctive contribution can they make? I think my role as a teacher is to work with students to be clear about the contribution that they want to make, that they're distinctively able to make, and to help them get the different resources, the different tools that enable them to do that.